This is AENN, American Exceptionalism News Network. This was in a, a book for Freemasons. Fictions are necessary to the people, and the truth becomes deadly to those who are not strong enough to contemplate it in all its brilliance. In fact, what can there be in common between the vile multitude and sublime wisdom? The truth must be kept secret, and the masses need a teaching proportional to their imperfect reason. Broadcasting live from a bunker high atop Mount Hood. All heading towards a a fascist totalitarian state. It's radio that's delivering the truth. AK-47s belong in the hands of soldiers, not in the hands of criminals. The problem is they don't get to determine what is right and wrong in the process. It's all done by the central government. And here's Paul Preston and Agenda 21 Radio. Well, hello and welcome to Agenda 21 Radio. This is the radio show that is stopping totalitarianism. One exceptional American at a time. And yes, ladies and gentlemen, are you that Ameri- exceptional American? I suspect you are. That's why you're listening to this radio show. We uh, have been having a great time here on Agenda 21 Radio this morning, talking to you about what, of course, happened in Virginia, New Jersey, uh, the stealing of the votes, it looks like, in Virginia, or excuse me, in New Jersey. And uh, maybe they just decided not to steal the votes electronically in Virginia this time and sort of throw us a crumb. Um, anyway, so we'll we'll talk a lot about that. Uh, just to let you know, uh, our affidavit process uh, that we've got going on right now uh, with the New California State Movement, we've got investigations by three district attorneys, and also the FBI is involved with two of the cases, and of course with Julio Spring, the county clerk recorder down in San Luis Obispo. Um, uh, he's yielded a lot of uh, things. We served him the affidavits on June 1st, 101 affidavits, criminal complaints against him by the citizens of San Luis Obispo. And guess what? He resigned on June 5th. Shocking. He resigned. But the criminal complaints stayed with him and followed him in the uh, sheriff, acting as a, a good sheriff would do, turned it over the investigation over to the district attorney. District attorney investigated. Now the FBI is involved, and now we're getting a lot of things that are connected to a whole bunch of other counties. It's amazing how election fraud works, isn't it? And uh, so now we have spun out. We've got uh, 33 of the 56 counties in New California State, 33 actively engaged in affidavits and uh, we are doing a fantastic job in getting that word out and i'm getting a lot of feedback from uh, county clerk recorders and also elected officials that don't give me an affidavit or two or three or even a hundred but we're more than happy to do that because we understand collectively that all these county officials are dirty and it's been the election system that's kept them intact 
They've been using the algorithms. We know about this. We've had that explained. We've been uh, calculating the algorithms with you. And, of course, uh, when they show up with the county clerk recorders, as we continue to put out more affidavits with those numbers on them, with the corrected numbers for their counties, uh, they suddenly resign. It's just part, or they get a little bit testy with us. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. Right now, though, we have a very special guest with us, uh, Peter Navarro, who's authored many, many books, but he's also, more importantly, uh, been an advisor to Donald Trump and trade issues. We've um, been able to uh, have him on the show. We're very delighted to have him on the show. Uh, He and his good friend, uh, well, we call him our good friend, that's Chris Street, who's been advising the New California State Movement um, in in spectacular ways. But uh, Peter Navarro is advising the president, Donald J. Trump. And, you know, it's really nice to have uh, Peter Navarro with his new book out. And his new book is, um, you know, it's called Trump Time. And it's really a journal about what happened in the plague years, as we call it. And he's going to he's with us right now. And Peter, I I hope we got everything connected. Can you hear me all right? Uh, loud, loud and clear, Paul. And uh, Chris Street uh, was in in my movie back uh, in uh, 2011, Death by China. And he stole the show, of course, as as Chris always does. <laughs> yes. And um, you know, I was hearing hearing you talk about. Uh, the, the fight against totalitarianism, and one of the missions of the In Trump Time book is to take out the totalitarian chief here in Washington. It's not who you uh, who you might first think, Joe Biden. It's Tony Fauci, um, and one, really one of the missions is to is to put Fauci in jail. And in the In Trump Time book, um, I talk about um, my trials and travails with this totalitarian beast. Um, literally from from day one in 2020, it starts off, if I may, in the Situation Room. It's Chapter 2 of the In Trump Time book, and the president has sent me there to uh, argue on behalf of his decision to take down all the flights from China, right? This is the dawn of the pandemic. He's made a courageous decision. Me and him and and Robert O'Brien, the National Security Advisor, really the only people in the White House who are taking this pandemic seriously, and so I go in there to do battle with the task force on January 28, 2020. Um, and, you know, there's familiar faces around there I know I'm going to have trouble with. You know, Mulvaney, the chief of staff, is sitting there smirking and ready to roll. I got one of Pompeo's hacks on my left shoulder. Uh, see if you can guess who I'm talking about here, the Orville Redenbacher doppelganger. That would be Robert Redfield, the CDC director, the bumbling bureaucrat like you've never seen. But... There's this little guy sitting across from me uh, with these little round glasses, didn't know he was walked on water, didn't know he was a saint, didn't, didn't know he was the king of totalitarianism at that point. And I get into this violent argument with him within like a nanosecond, and he keeps saying over and over again, travel bans don't work. And, and if, finally I say to him, dude, and I actually said dude to him, uh, and I say, dude, it's like, you mean... It, you tell me if there's like 20,000 Chinese nationals coming into this country every day through LAX and Kennedy and O'Hare, uh, many of them from Wuhan lit up like a Christmas tree with virus, that, that, that that's okay? It really? Is that what you're telling me, dude? And, and he goes, travel bans don't work, travel bans don't work. And I'm thinking to myself, like, this guy thinks he's smarter than he is, which is always a problem. Uh, but I also knew right at that point, that Tony Fauci was going to hurt both the president 
in this country. And here's the punchline. He, at that point, was committing the biggest lie of omission in world history. And let me, let me walk, walk you through it here. I'm sitting at the table. I know this virus came from Wuhan. I know there's going to be a pandemic. What did Fauci know? He knew it came from Wuhan. He knew the virus surfaced within yards of a Wuhan bioweapons lab. But most importantly, he knew, and we didn't, that he and his agency had funded these gain-of-function experiments, which can turn a harmless bat virus into a human killer. He knew he had done that, and he had been told through an email by a prominent scientist that that virus, upon examination, was almost certainly genetically engineered. Did he tell us that? No. Did no. he tell the president? No. The task force? No. And I'm telling you, Paul, this is the important point. If he had simply come clean at that point, we could have saved millions of lives because we would have adopted a completely different strategy based on that knowledge. And instead of telling us, he made that lie of omission and then doubled down. As I talk about in the In Trump Time book, there's this cutout useful idiot, d dumbest guy who tried to play God I've ever seen, Peter Daszak, right? Daszak's the guy who funneled a lot of money from Fauci into the Wuhan lab, but he's also the guy who orchestrated the campaign to create the spin that somehow this virus was from, from a bat cave a thousand miles from Wuhan. And that, I, I'm telling you, Fauci and, and, and that's just the beginning of the In Trump Time book. I mean, I, 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 I battle Fauci on hydroxychloroquine. I battle him on the vaccine. I battle him on all manner of things. And he's consistently wrong about everything. Yet, yet, the left-wing media and the Democrats made him a god so they could simply turn Trump into the devil. And therein lies the In Trump Time tale. Yeah, I was kind of curious about, you know, Fauci, and my background, I'm a biologist, and virology and genetics are two of my specialties, oddly enough. I also used to teach anatomy physiology, and uh, so when I saw all the information that was coming out about it, I was enormously uh, sus suspect, especially when somebody starts to use the word pandemic, and to me as a, somebody who understands virology when you start talking about pandemic you start looking at death rates you know over time and this was in now it, for everybody's edification i had the the wuhan virus in january of 2020 december january it was very debilitating didn't know wow. what to do i was, i got hydroxychloroquine i got i actually ended up getting these things that helped me through it and i said you know then all of a sudden i'm hearing that uh, they're condemning hydroxychloroquine after we announced it on the radio show saying, get that stuff, that stuff is really good. No one was saying it at the time but us. And um, so now here to you say that, that you were a pre this was something that was very, very important at the time. We can say absolutely, but nobody's using hydroxychloroquine in the hospitals uh, as any kind of therapeutic, unfortunately, and, or anything else that pops up to, to keep people safe and sound. Uh, but it, my, bo my bottom line point is, is that at the time in uh, January, uh, we were looking at it as a complete fraud uh, from the research standpoint that we were doing. And by uh, February, we were denouncing it as a fraud and Fauci as a fraud and all the things that were coming out. We just can't believe these people. But the mainstream media has been so driven by this narrative 
that the Wuhan virus, Anthony Fauci is correct. You know, you're wrong. Trump's wrong. And again, um, that whole isolation business as a virologist, that's exactly what you do. You just don't let these people in your population. That's the way you tr- you control these things. And, of course, if you know anything about viruses, you know that especially in flu season, as the summertime or the springtime comes and the air and everything starts to warm up, there's more sunlight, viruses have a tendency to, to go dormant. So delay, delay, delay in the middle of winter was a perfect call by Trump. Yet guys like Fauci and the mainstream media just kept driving it home with the whole public. What is the spin with the mainstream media, in your opinion, right now? And as they were, hand, what was your reaction as they were so overboard with uh, Fauci? Well, as the interim time book describes, the central strategy of, of the Democrats and and people like Jeff Zucker at CNN, who, who's truly an evil blood on his hands guy, it was to blame Trump for the virus. And as soon as you did that, right, you could not blame communist China. Right. And what they did was they used Fauci as the guy who would publicly contradict the president, elevate him, even though he was wrong most of the time when stuff came out of his mouth, and, and, and thereby, uh, by, by, by making him a god, you made Trump the devil. And um, I remember sitting... In my office uh, in February 9th, I talk about it in the interim time book where I'm writing what would be a series of a dozen memos. And right, I had this, this, this uh, one chapter in the book is like the five-vector attack strategy. Like, okay, yeah, we're going we're gonna to try to develop a vaccine. Of course, that's what you do. But the, the key strategy that, that uh, I, we knew we had to have was development of a wide range of therapeutics, they could be easily and cheaply administered to people through their physicians at home at the earliest sign of disease. And the, the easiest and most effective pill to do that was, was something that would cost you 12 bucks, and that was hydroxychloroquine, a, a, a drug that was 60 years old, one of the safest drugs in the world, and it's safe, so safe that the CDC recommends it even for pregnant mothers. And as soon as Donald Trump said hydroxy might work, um, all hell broke loose. Right. In the longest chapter in the book, Chapter 7, homage to Perry Mason, it's, it's the, the scurrilous case of hydroxy hysteria. And it details how the Fauciites and Zucker at CNN um, and the Democrats uh, made hydro- turned hydroxychloroquine. And so I'm sure there's people listening to the show who, who think somehow that, that that's a quack drug. And it's, look, now we know unequivocally there's hundreds of thousands of data points. If you take hydroxychloroquine in the, within the first seven days of your infection under a physician's sur- supervision, it almost certainly won't hurt you, and it will reduce your symptoms, reduce your days of hospitalization if you have to go in, reduce the probability you'll go on a ventilator, and effectively take death off the table. And I had 64 million tablets of these things at my disposal as the Defense Production Act Policy Coordinator. I had FEMA ready to send in on boats, planes, trains, anywhere I wanted. That was enough to treat 4 million Americans and save tens of thousands of lives. And the, the, the SOBs uh, at the FDA, including the person who is now the commissioner, Janet Woodcock, 
basically crafted policies which which made it uh, impossible, not virtually impossible, but impossible for physicians to administer hydroxy and off-label use, or even even if even if they wrote a prescription, you couldn't get it at at a CVS or a Walgreens or the big chains because they were in cahoots with Pfizer and the Fauciites as well. Fauci belongs in an orange jumpsuit. That man needs to get out of government and into it. A jail cell is too good for that guy. Well, I would not disagree with you. And again, uh, as we take a look at Fauci, uh, everybody asks the question, uh, Peter, why is he even there and why can't we get rid of this guy from influencing policy uh, and why didn't Trump do something about him early on as things started to manifest themselves, or it, even later on? Well, as I came out of that, that showdown with Fauci, the first one uh, in, the, in the Situation Room on January 28th, um, I quickly uh, would advise the president, and I did it twice, uh, to fire Fauci. Right? I don't, I don't uh, hold the president uh, responsible for not listening to me on that. I mean, after all, I'm a trade guy. What do I know? Because right. on the other side of me in the Oval Office, you had all of the healthcare bureaucrats. You had you had Azar. You had Collins at NIH, Redfield at the CDC, Hahn at the FDA, all Fauciites. The the guy I blame most though is Mulvaney, the the little twit who was acting chief of staff. He didn't have the stones to fire Fauci. His press team was telling him. That there would be oh blowback uh, for fi- you know firing this firing St. Fauci, but my attitude was like Churchill with Hitler. It's like strangle that Fauci baby in his crib. Like get rid of him, get him out of here. He's going to hurt us. No, I, and, and if you look at the history of this, and I recall this in the In Trump Time book, I was the only guy in the White House who took him on. I almost got fired at least once for it. Um, but everybody else, they, they, he, Fauci got so big, they became afraid of him. He went rogue. And, um, they, you know, that's one we'd like to take back. Yeah. And I guess the thing is, is that, um, like you said, uh, he became um, rogue, actually. And now he is rogue. There's no question about it, that he is uh, a rogue actor uh, all, all in the world. What about the World Health Organization um, and its role in this whole thing with Fauci? Well, let, let's think about this, right? I, I, you know, I'm just a guy with a PhD in economics. I did write a book in 2006 that said China would cause a viral pandemic. But me, with, with, with my credentials, like I knew there was going to be a pandemic as early as January 15, 2020, when the Chinese came to down for that to sign that skinny trade deal. I, I, I knew that. So it took the World Health Organization until March to declare a pandemic and you know as i document in trump time the problem is the guy tedros who's the head of the w the, right. the, the world health organization is is a, he's a, a colonial stooge of the chinese you know these african countries um all 54 of them uh, the chinese communist party has got they do their debt diplomacy they give all sorts of money to these countries you know half of it winds up in swiss bank accounts for people like tedros and and they're beholden. So so this whole myth that somehow the virus came from nature was propagated by the WHO. The worst thing the WHO did was support the lie the commies told 
that there was no human-to-human transmission early on. And that, that made it very difficult um, for, for us to move as quickly as we should. One of the things that I think the Interim Time book does, which is really important, is to dispel the myth that we weren't ready uh, for what happened. And, um, in fact, we were, and, and uh, the book proves that we were running as fast as we could um, in um, uh, as early as February. So, you know, it's just people need to know this. I, it's, I describe the book as whiskey straight, no chaser, and um, I tell it like it is, and, and Fauci needs to go. The Communist Party needs to be held accountable uh, for, for the damage it caused. And uh, you know, we, we need to re- really uh, get to the bottom of that as well as what happened on November 3rd. When we take a look at what's been going on since you know November 3rd, you can see uh, obviously the ill effects of the Fauci situation. It's just, it's just gotten worse and worse and worse. Um, I'm going to ask you some questions, though, about early on and early stages of the Wuhan situation. Because you said back in 2006 um, that that there was you had ind- indications that China would would do something like this, and of course uh, it was fairly widely known in a lot of circles that the Wuhan existed and they were doing some things um, that were very nefarious and potentially ne- very nefarious. But you'd also probably been reading about some of the uh, statements that were being said about uh, America, the United States, by some of their military leaders at the time talking about destroying the United States of America. What was your reaction to that when you started to read that uh, the military officials in uh, the Chinese Communist Party, the Army in particular, were having sights on destroying the United States? Well, I, I did write a trilogy on, on China, and the last one I wrote um, in 2015 was called Crouching Tiger, which was about the uh, the rise of a militaristic Chinese. So, I uh, yeah. <laughs> I've known for a very long time. Right, uh, they're they're out they're out to kill us. One of the other things, I guess, I better ask the big question about what's going on, so we get some time on this one, though. What's going on sure. with the the statement about people are quoting you about uh, your statement about Pence and uh, his uh, lack yes. of action on the sixth of uh, January? Chapter twenty one of, of the In Trump Time book lays out uh, in Shakespearean terms uh, Trump as the Brutus that portrays an American Caesar. Uh, but the interesting thing is is the other Shakespearean character, that Pence's chief of staff, uh, the I- Iago, who uh, for his own peculiar ends uh, basically betrays his own principal in Pence as well as the president. And what happened with Mike, uh, and I used to call him Mike in private, um, was what Pence did was um, basically get captured by uh, his own chief of staff, who in turn was a, uh, a tool of the Koch network of, of the conservative Republicans who do not believe in, Ameri- uh, in Trump trade policy. And they wanted to basically take Trump out and pave the way for a Pence run in 2024. And so Pence, uh, we had this Green Bay sweep plan we were going to do um, that Bannon, Steve Bannon um, envisioned. And here's the thing, the way, the, the way Chapter 21 begins, it's a cold and raw and windy day in Washington, D.C. Um, as dawn breaks, and the last thing that uh, Donald Trump, Steve Bannon, and I wanted was violence on Capitol Hill. Because the whole point of the Green Bay Sweep plan was to 
uh, have Mike as the quarterback and uh, Mike Pence as the quarterback, a hundred congressmen serve um, and uh, basically um, send the votes back to the states, the battleground states, for another look at uh, um, all the election irregularities uh, I uncovered and that I describe in the In Trump Time book. Right, that we're now unraveling right now uh, throughout the nation, I think. And you're starting to see things like in Racine, Wisconsin, and other places that are uh, starting to take action. You have a sheriff that's very yeah. emboldened out there. And, of course, very, a lot of questions going on in New Jersey right now. People understand the algorithm. Thank you very much, Peter, and uh, good luck. We'll have you on uh, as soon as we can. Thank you. All right, my friend. Appreciate Thank you. It. Okay, Bye-bye. Peter Navarro here with us on Agenda 21 Radio, and we're very, very glad that he was able to be with us. Very informative, especially about the early phases. And also about the January 6th thing. So, anyway, stay with us. More to come here on Agenda 21 Radio. He's undoing the U.N. one community at a time. It's Paul Preston. What will you do without freedom? Will you fight? For those of you that want to stay in touch all the time, 24-7, from anywhere on the planet, you need a satellite phone. And right now, you can get one of the best deals on a satellite phone from SatellitePhoneStore.com. That's SatellitePhoneStore.com with the code word AGENDA. Do not be out of touch with your family, your friends, and everybody else on the planet. Get your satellite phone today by going to the SatellitePhoneStore.com. Promo code AGENDA. That's promo code agenda that they may take our lives but they'll never take our freedom protecting your phone conversations from snooping agencies foreign governments and those who would use your conversations to hurt you and your family is the most important action that you can take today deaf defense enabling assisting framework protects all your conversations and text messages Don't find your conversations on social media sites or in the storage bins with big governments around the world. Protect your conversations today with the DEF system. I've used the DEF system since 2014 and have been 100% protected. Go to A21R.com, that's A21R.com, and sign up for the DEF system today. That's A21R.com and sign up for the DEF system today. Protect your conversations today with the deaf system. Broadcasting the truth about what's really going on. It's Agenda 21 with Paul Preston. And welcome back to Agenda 21 Radio. Remember to visit our website, age21r.com, and of course, newcaliforniastate.com. And we just had uh, Peter Navarro, author of the book In Trump Time, and uh, very, very informative about Peter Fauci in particular. That's uh, one of the ones I really wanted to get into. It's just absolutely amazing uh, to take a look back now in history, isn't it? Uh, the historical things. I think it's been a very good thing that actually uh, maybe the president didn't win. I, I, I know win i mean he did win we know he won he's still my president every day i wake up i say 
to myself, who's your president? And I say, well, it's Donald J. Trump. And that's a fact. And what's happening is that there's a real unraveling going on, in my opinion, um, about what's happening in um, in Washington, D.C. The, I, I think we're starting to see that uh, more and more uh, happen. And I think that uh, you're starting to re- realize the results um, of some of the, the negatives that are out there in uh uh, so in Trump time by Peter Navarro, he really does lay down some uh, pretty good information uh, for us all, and I'm really uh, glad that he was with us. Now, one of the things I was trying to get to, and I just didn't quite have the time. We ran out of time, and um, I, I'm sure that Peter will be able to come back to us. He had a hard break. Uh, we were told he was going to be with us for the whole hour, actually. So we're going to honor, of course, what he has to say there. Um, and he's just rich in content. There's a lot to be explored, so we're going to bring you some of the content that I was alluding to because there's a new story out today. It has an article about uh, Peter Navarro and what was going on at the time in the White House on January 6th, and um, which is, I think, everybody who's been who is familiar with the story about what happened on January 6th, you, you totally understand um, what was happening and how things were happening and playing out. And the last thing that they were even considering was a violent situation. I mean, you take the president out, you put him out there on the mall, and he's going to have a speech. Do you think, you think they want violence? I mean, think about that. This is just absolutely ludicrous. However, we were reporting on the 6th before that, that they were showing up in the streets. They're, they're, and, and, and so why would this event take place where they were showing up days in advance, putting out bottles of propane, pallets of bricks, two-by-fours, eight-foot two-by-fours. That's the the, the uh, item of choice anytime you want to basically uh, destroy something. And why would you do that? Now, why would you do that? And, uh, of course, this is the, the tooling, if you will, of Antifa and Black Lives Matters. These riotous groups, these thugs, these punks that were created by the the, the, the progressive, the communist party. That, and you go back and you look at history. Look at history. These groups have, were all part of the Nazis. They were all part of the, so, the, the Soviet-style communist, and even the Maoists. They all did the same thing here as what we've witnessed with these folks. It was just communist extremism. And now, of course, we were reporting. We were reporting at the time about the behavior of people uh, at the at the uh, speech. Some of our people had their their Facebook live Facebook and they were showing all kinds of stuff with the live Facebook and uh, agent provocateurs were telling people to go over here go it's your place it's your house to be the capital and uh, we had this one guy we've already seen him many times a guy who's out of Arizona uh, being uh, you know basically an agent provocateur loudly on on YouTube on Facebook he's been all over the place yet the, he has not been arrested and he's telling people to go in at your home, you know, encouraging people to push down the fencing and the gating and everything else that was out there in front. Uh, uh, and you can see the coordination also with the Capitol Police and, uh, you know, certainly with the Washington, D.C. police. There was a coordinated event that took place between these policing agencies and the FBI and the agent provocateurs to encourage people to take over the Capitol and to you know be extremists in that regard, have it been painted that way. Many of these people just walked right in. 
They did not shut down the electronic, the magnetic doors. They didn't do that. Why? Oh, because they just wanted them to come in. And they let, it's your house, come in. And, of course, that's part of the problem, isn't it? That is part of the problem. And uh, so in the, uh, in the in the Daily Mail, uh, there's this article uh, about, uh, it's, it's exclusive, Trump aide Peter Navarro says Pence was the Brutus who caused the final betrayal by certifying Biden's win and the president and Bannon were the last ones who wanted January 6th violence because it undermined his bid to overturn the election. It, and again, these people know that. That's why they were trying to pin it on everybody. It said, they said that it was an insurrection going on here. It's an insurrection going on here. There's no insurrection. The insurrection was created right in front of you by who? By, yeah, Black Lives Matters. The, the, the real insurrectionists were there. And they were promoting it, and they're using their agent provocateurs to lure people over to the Capitol. And, uh, of course, they were turning a peaceful protest into a violent one because it was the violent extremists, the Black Lives Matters, all dressed in black and coordinating their activities, looking like Trump supporters in some cases, uh, to create the, insur- the so-called, quote, insurrection. Yet none of them have been tried. No, and people that were a long ways away because of the fact they were on the Capitol grounds. They've been arrested and thrown in jail. Yeah, the FBI shows up, says this is what's going down. Let's take it down. Let's do all the things we need to do to take it down. Anyway, that's the kind of stuff that's been going on. And uh, that's just wrong. So Peter Navarro has been stepping out and as he makes the statement. just came out in the uh, Daily Mail uh, as an article. And I wanted to just didn't, I was thrown off a little bit. Uh, just a tiny bit because uh, we know that um, he was supposed to. Be, we thought he was going to be with us a whole hour. It says uh, it says final betrayal by certifying Biden's win, and uh, he's the brutus. He's the brutus etai brutai. Says Navarro served as the director of trade and manufacturing policy in Trump White House. He helped craft tra- tariffs and advised Trump and his anti-China on uh, his anti-China stance. His new memoir details fierce debate over Trump's election overturn effort. He says he and Steve Bannon concocted Green Bay Sweep plan. The idea was to force a delay by having lawmakers object to votes in six states. Now, that was known to be going on at the time. That was the strategy. VP would then send back votes to the states, causing further delay. Says move came after state certified Joe Biden's electoral college win. Navarro charges Pence with betrayal of Trump for refusing to go along. Trump knew knew how it was going to work. His new book is called Trump Time, a Journal of America's Plague Year. And there's nothing wrong with that strategy. It's perfectly legal, perfectly constitutional uh, to say, look, let's have a gut check. We've got concerns. There were concerns developing all over the place. We in New California were filing a lawsuit, attempting to. They were keeping us out of court. We went on December 28th to file a lawsuit that could have stopped it from California, the California ballots because of fraud in California. We were standing up. We were standing strong in New California to stop it. We were out in front. We were trying to get that lawsuit filed. We were asking the courts to hear us on an emergency status 
and they refused. In fact, they they played along with the game, and they they lost track of things. The court admitted their failure in getting our case expedited for a hearing before the January 6th event. We were going to stop the 55 votes from being counted for California in the Electoral College, and we could have done it. But the court did not act properly, and in their own admission admitted that. So we had to go to hearing. It took place just a month and a half ago. Yeah, that's okay. We got what we wanted from that hearing, and we're going to get more. Absolutely. It's not over. Absolutely not over for us in our case. In fact, it's getting stronger every day because we now have affidavits. Now, again, the way this whole thing has evolved has come out beautifully because now today we're getting all these different stories about you know what's going on, what is truly going on. And I know I'm scrolling through this, and there's there's Peter Navarro at speeches that he makes. He says, uh, Marcus Junius Brutus helped lead the assassination of Caesar in the Roman Senate, and his name is associated with betrayal. That's the historical content. And there's, there's Mike Pence, and then there's Brutus. Same thing's going on there. There's same thing's going on there. And, of course, there happens to be... Um, our girl, <laughs> our girl, yeah, the Kraken, Sydney Powell, and then Steve Bannon, and there's Trump at the convention, excuse me, at the speech, and a noose is seen on makeshift gallows as the board of the U.S. President Trump gathers on the west side of town, talking to you like that. What will you do without freedom? Will you fight? For those of you that want to stay in touch all the time, 24-7, from anywhere on the planet, you need a satellite phone. And right now, you can get one of the best deals on a satellite phone from SatellitePhoneStore.com. That's SatellitePhoneStore.com with the code word AGENDA. Do not be out of touch with your family, your friends, and everybody else on the planet. Get your satellite phone today by going to the SatellitePhoneStore.com. Promo code AGENDA. That's promo code AGENDA. That they may take our lives, but they'll never take our freedom! Protecting your phone conversations from snooping agencies, foreign governments, and those who would use your conversations to hurt you and your family is the most important action that you can take today. DEF, Defense Enabling Assisting Framework, protects all your conversations and text messages Don't find your conversations on social media sites or in the storage bins with big governments around the world. Protect your conversations today with the DEF system. I've used the DEF system since 2014 and have been 100% protected. Go to A21R.com, that's A21R.com, and sign up for the DEF system today. That's A21R.com and sign up for the DEF system today. Protect your conversations today with the DEF system.
And welcome back to Agenda 21 Radio. And um, wonderful to uh, have you here with us today. We have had, uh, of course, a very, very good day. And uh, Peter Navarro was just with us and Chris Street before that. And they are friends, you know. So that's uh, Chris Street, our Chris Street. And it's also very, very important to uh, be able to share um, Chris and also Peter Navarro and others with you. Because, uh, you know, this is this is your station. <laughs> we want to be able to do that. And I think that was very enlightening what Peter Navarro had to say. Uh, we're also going to get back to the Gateway Pundit, you know, the fundamentals that we have gotten uh, going with the Gateway Pundit, wherever the Gateway Pundit went now on us. Uh, we're shocked. We can't find there. There we go. Um, we're going to be going with the Gateway Pundit here in a second because I want to return to a couple of stories that are pretty hot stories for us. And... Um, these hot stories are really, in my opinion, really moving and shaking um, about what is going on out here in California. And also in the nation, uh, there's no, there's absolutely uh, no doubt that in the nation itself at hand, we have some uh, pretty important things that are happening with the, with the voting irregularities. We touched upon this with uh, Peter Navarre. He's very keenly aware of what is um, going on. Uh, and of course, uh, we are going to share some of the things that are happening here with you. Um, Gateway Pundit, exclusive analyst of, of data. This is uh, one of the stories out there. Let me see if I got this on the right tablet for you to see. Um, analysis of election night data from all states shows millions of votes either switched from President Trump to Biden or were lost. And this is one of the stories that came out November 10, 2020. That's how long ago these things have been festering. Yeah, th- this is this is November tenth, twenty twenty article right here. That's what it is, and uh, you know this is this is pretty amazing stuff uh, to to see this, but it's absolutely true. And of course, with the Gateway Pundit uh, and other places reporting these things, we're going to check in right now. Pure evil, disturbing Pfizer ad tells kids they get superpowers from COVID jab. All this brought to you by Fauci. Um. This is what we have now. New businesses have until January 4th to implement Biden's unconstitutional vaccine mandates or face hefty fines. Totally unconstitutional, and no one's going to listen to it. Um, Ford Motor Company mandates COVID vaccines for its salaried employees only, not yet applicable to union employees. There you go. Breaking FBI arrest Igor Dankanovich, analyst who contributed to Garbage Steel dossier. There you go. Union Pacific backs off Biden's vaccine mandates after only 44% of union workers get vaxxed. San Francisco to force children as young as five years old to carry vaccine passports and show proof of vaccination. Do you think this is going to go very long with all this stuff? But this is the one that we want to look at right here. A Racine County sheriff refers criminal charges against five top Wisconsin elections commissioners in nursing home voting scandal. This is what we were covering before, right? Um, this is what we were covering before. And, of course, this was the racing. This is a, a week ago, a year ago, uh, a year ago, a week ago, a year ago. What am I thinking? My mind is racing. Um, this was a week ago today that this happened. This was, of course, uh, this was the live that saw on uh, RSB. And it says Racine County Sheriff's Office announced during their press conference 
one week ago on Thursday that they were submitting their investigation to the Racine District Attorney's Office following a hearing. And um, this is kind of interesting. Is the Wisconsin Election Commission violated state law in a statewide nursing home voting scam. And the WEC did not follow the law. And they were very explicit about that, as you may recall, in their in their statements. Now we got uh, this one, update to the voter integrity investigation from the from the uh, sheriff's office. It says that Sheriff Schmalling stated, based upon multiple questions from various news organizations concerning the status of the voter integrity investigation, that was explained at a news conference on October 28, 2021, the sheriff's office is again calling on Attorney General Josh Cowell to conduct a statewide investigation into the illegal directives issued by the Wisconsin Election Commission. In the in the directives, the uh, Wisconsin Election Commission. Oh, we're going to have to click and see more now. Uh, commission. We have to go to another page. You're not seeing. I'll just read it because it's it's got to be part of it, right? And it's not coming up. It says, uh, so they go on. It says, based on, um, it says, as required by, let's see here. So issued by the Wisconsin Election Commission, the directives of the Wisconsin Election Commission ordered the voting clerks in every municipality in the state to not use the special voting deputy process as required by Wisconsin statute uh, 6.875. And based upon the failure of the Attorney General Josh Cowell, uh, to initiate a statewide investigation, I have forwarded charging recommendations to the Racine County District Attorney's Office for their review. The recommended charges are the commissions of, of Marguerite Bostelman, Julie Glancy, and Jacobs, Dean Knudsen, and Mark Thompson. S-E-N, Tom, this, the uh, Thompson. There's a difference between S-O-N and S-D-N in those words, by the way. Anyway, so this is uh, part of the scam, obviously, that they're using and they're looking at. And um, that's I just explained more of that uh, particular document there. So this is big news. This is big stuff happening here. And uh, we're not going to let up on following this because it has a direct impact on what we're doing in New California State. Racine County Sheriff Chris Smalling announced in the news release that Wednesday he had referred these recommendations. Now, listen, think about this. Uh, to the district attorney, why? Because he doesn't think he's going to get anything out of the attorney general. Now, that'd be like um, that would be like the, the the sheriff in Kern County looking at the criminal complaints and saying, "Okay, yeah, maybe so. No, I don't know, but let's refer it to the secretary of state." And so the sheriff's going, "Wait a minute, we want to file these complaints not with the secretary of state. We want it to the district attorney because we're not going to get any action from the secretary of state, just like in California." Shirley Weber is not going to take action against anybody because she's part of the problem. She's part of the corruption. So it's going to come down to some district attorney who feels that he can actually prosecute people in his own jurisdiction for crimes committed that would ultimately be statewide crimes because, you know, the counties are part of the state, right? So you have that little double dilemma, but this shows you, this is the key salient point. This shows you the power of, the power of the sheriff under his authorities, what a sheriff can do. That's what this shows you. The sheriff can make the, do the investigation. The sheriff can make the charge. The sheriff, is, if he's got a cooperative, if he's got a cooperative district attorney, guess what? You're going to get charges against these election officials. They're going to face criminal charges 
That's what a county does. Do you think that George Soros wants to destroy the sovereignty of a sovereign sheriff that's elected? Maybe that's why California now has, of the 58 counties, only 35 sovereign elected, I I use the word elected, sheriffs left. What do you think is going on there? We're sending out an SOS to the last vestiges of freedom, democracy, and the American way of life. Paul Preston with Agenda 21. What will you do without freedom? Will you fight? For those of you that want to stay in touch all the time, 24-7, from anywhere on the planet, you need a satellite phone. And right now, you can get one of the best deals on a satellite phone from SatellitePhoneStore.com. That's SatellitePhoneStore.com with the code word AGENDA. Do not be out of touch with your family, your friends, and everybody else on the planet. Get your satellite phone today by going to the SatellitePhoneStore.com. Promo code AGENDA. That's promo code agenda that they may take our lives but they'll never take our freedom protecting your phone conversations from snooping agencies foreign governments and those who would use your conversations to hurt you and your family is the most important action that you can take today deaf defense enabling assisting framework protects all your conversations and text messages Don't find your conversations on social media sites or in the storage bins with big governments around the world. Protect your conversations today with the DEF system. I've used the DEF system since 2014 and have been 100% protected. Go to A21R.com, that's A21R.com, and sign up for the DEF system today. That's A21R.com and sign up for the DEF system today. Protect your conversations today with the deaf system. My best friend, my rock, my son, Dominic, my only child, was also killed by an illegal immigrant. I call them illegal aliens. Take off the tinfoil hat and put on the Kevlar. It's time for battle with Paul Preston and the Agenda 21 Show. And welcome back. To Agenda 21 Radio. Remember to visit our website, a21r.com, and of course, newcaliforniastate.com. State of the future, and we're really happy. Uh, great show today. We're going to have um, Patty Plum tomorrow. They have a big event tonight, so she's going to be able to report on this big event that's going on in Shasta County. All the counties of New California are rising up with a lot of involvement right now, and we're going to be um, taking on some things that we've never taken on before. But one of the things we're doing right now is we're building an education system. And uh, we think that this is very important because we do have what's called a crisis in our schools, don't we? Yeah. The crisis in our schools that uh, we're going to be reporting on, we're going to be letting you know about it. We've got a whole big plan. We're going to roll out that plan for you so that you can uh, sort of play a part 
in making a better California, but also a better nation, because we think that the policies that have brought us to this point right now in our great nation um, have filtered out to the rest of the world, the rest of the states in our nation, and uh, especially you blue states. New California is not a blue state. California is not a blue state. The corrupt election system and the corrupt politicians have made it a blue state in name only. Not in reality. The personality of California, New California, conservative states. So what's going to happen when New California is formed? You're going to get California back as a conservative state. You'll have two conservative states. Not one more. You'll have two more. Why don't you think about that? We're going to clean up this election system, and we're going to make it right. And those of you that like to take home the thumb drives, you're part of the cleanup, just to let you know. Anyway, I want to say thank you to everybody. Remember, you got to go to the satellite phone store. Get your satellite phone, new technology. Um, this is the wave of the future is to have a satellite phone. So go to satellite phone store. Also, My Patriot. We got a whole new advertising thing coming out for My Patriot Supply. Um, a little reminder: Saturday programming uh, on uh, my365.com. Uh, you can listen to us live. We'll plug that more. We'll put the the app on so you can listen to the Saturday programming. Soon to be Sunday programming. Also, we're going to be doing Sunday programming, and also affiliate radio stations up and down California are picking up new California in news and information through Agenda Twenty One Radio. So, if you have uh, local affiliates and you want to hear us, call them and say oh, we want to get on with uh, New California and all the discussion. Call those radio stations. Say put on Agenda Twenty One Radio with Paul. Pre- and um, they did in Billings, Montana. <laughs> they like what they're hearing because you know what? This movement, the new, new state movement, is just beginning. Liberty is coming your way, too. Thanks for listening to Agenda 21 Radio. Remember to be strong, America. Stay strong. We are exceptional Americans. We're sending out an SOS to the last vestiges of freedom, democracy, and the American way of life. Paul Preston with Agenda 21. Protecting your phone conversations from snooping agencies, foreign governments, and those who would use your conversations to hurt you and your family is the most important action that you can take today. DEF, Defense Enabling Assisting Framework, protects all your conversations and text messages. Don't find your conversations on social media sites or in the storage bins with big governments around the world. Protect your conversations today with the DEF system. I've used the DEF system since 2014 and have been 100% protected. Go to A21R.com, that's A21R.com, and sign up for the DEF system today. That's A21R.com and sign up for the DEF system today. Protect your conversations today with the deaf system.
For those of you that want to stay in touch all the time, 24-7, from anywhere on the planet, you need a satellite phone. And right now, you can get one of the best deals on a satellite phone from SatellitePhoneStore.com. That's SatellitePhoneStore.com with the code word AGENDA. Do not be out of touch with your family, your friends, and everybody else on the planet. Get your satellite phone today by going to the SatellitePhoneStore.com. Promo code AGENDA. That's promo code agenda this is AENN American Exceptionalism News Network